What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Tyra Madison over Zoom video. Tyra was born and raised in a small town in Kentucky and talks about how she got into music. She has always been a singer, started singing at a very, very early age. Around 17 years old is when Tyra started to write music, started to come down to Nashville uh, meet different people, take part in different songwriting sessions. She ended up attending Belmont University. She talked about putting out her first EP her junior year in college. The viral success she's had on TikTok with the song Right Girl, Wrong Time. And we hear all about Tyra's new song called Plead the Fifth. You can watch our interview with Tyra on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Tyra Madison. Hey, Tyra, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm Adam, and this is about you and your journey and music, and we'll talk about the new song. Cool. Sounds good. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I do love the new song. It's a very detailed story. (laughs) Hopefully not about a personal experience. No, it's not true. From my experience, obviously, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, very, very cool. Well, so you're in Nashville. Is that what I read? Yes, I am awesome. in Nashville. That's, I'm a little bit south of Nashville. Oh, nice. Where? Um, like Williamson County-ish or like Thompson Station area. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. so are you up in actually in Nashville? Yeah, I'm like downtown. Oh, right on. Very, yeah. very cool. Are you born and raised here? No, I'm from Kentucky, a small town called Pontop. But I've lived here seven years in Nashville, so. Okay. Well, what was it like growing up in that uh, small town in Kentucky? Um, I think small towns have their perks. Obviously, the people, you know, just having your own built-in support system is really great. And everyone's kind. And mm-hmm. um, But I find that a lot here in Nashville, too, so. Yeah, no, Definitely. Do you come from a musical household at all? Are you a musician in the house? Yeah, my my papa played the harmonica and my uncle played the guitar. And then I grew up singing. Um, I grew up on bluegrass music. And yeah, now I do country music. Wow. So what age did you start singing? Were you very, very young? Um, I was like four. Oh, wow. Yeah, so young. Yeah, so pretty young. (laughs) (laughs) And were you in like uh, chorus and choir and all that stuff going through school? Yeah, yeah. I was in um, choir in school. I also did musical theater growing up. Um, I'd have to travel like an hour away to do like voice lessons because um, where I was from didn't offer really that kind of thing. Um, But yeah. Wow. So your parents would take you like an hour to do voice lessons? Yeah, voice lessons, and I also dance, too. So I would go to dance lessons, too. It's awesome to have supportive parents like that. Yeah, they're really supportive. Very cool. Do you play an instrument at all? Yeah, I play the piano. 
did you start that at an early age or is that a more recent thing? Um, well, I had, so I attended Belmont and I had to take, oh, wow. okay. you know, I had to take piano classes at, at Belmont. So, um, but yeah, I would say I started piano pretty young, but I really took it more seriously when I got to college, I'd say. Sure. Wow. Okay. So you went to Belmont. That's amazing. With, yeah. Before that, were you writing music? Were you writing songs like in high school or anything? So I started writing when I was 17. So I was a junior in high school and I would travel back and forth from Nashville to Kentucky back um, just to songwrite. And I released my first project, my EP, when I was a junior in college. And now I'm just songwriting more and really honing my craft, you know? Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. So at 17, what kind of drew you into songwriting and then coming down, obviously, to Nashville? Did you get like some validation early on or were, like, were you writing songs and showing them to people? Like, how did that kind of start? I think so. Belmont was actually the only college that I applied to. And <laughs> I knew, like, like I told you, I started singing when I was four and I knew at a really young age that performing is what I wanted to do. There was nothing else that I was truly passionate about. Like I tried sports to make my mom happy and you know, <laughs> I, I did all that stuff. And there was just nothing that I felt more passionate about than performing. And I would try to take any opportunity to perform that I could, whether I was dancing, whether I was doing musical theater, whether I was on stage singing at festivals or anything like that, singing the national anthem, anything like that. And, um, yeah, I really gained a love for songwriting as well. And I, I love the point of just telling your own story. You know, I think everybody's got their own story to tell. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. you, you started then writing at 17, like uh, in coming down to Nashville, did you know people down here? Like, how did you even get your foot in the door? Yeah. So I knew a girl named Britt Taylor. She's actually from my hometown and she'd been down here a while before me and she had a publishing deal. So she was like the first person I ever wrote with that um, my first way into the songwriting community. And then okay. from then I would just write with people I went to school with like Belmont was filled with so many talented, you know, business people and songwriters and artists and yeah I, I tried to take advantage of that for sure so that was you said that was the only school you applied to yeah did you do like did you go in for songwriting or music i was like, a voice major oh, okay yeah it's a good thing i got in because if i wouldn't have got in i would have been taking a gap year <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, it been fine but like you know yeah if you wouldn't have got you would have just done community or something else until you could reapply i no, i guess i would have taken a break i have no idea or maybe just went ahead and moved here and yeah done it anyway inserting myself into the community here i don't really know well <laughs> we don't have to worry now. about it now right <laughs> uh so you said you put out your first record or you said ep when you were a junior in college yeah, a junior in college. And actually, you can't really listen to it anymore because I, I took it off the platforms because it's really not my sound anymore. Right. Um, it, I was a baby. I sound like a baby on, on notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you got you to gotta start somewhere. So. Yeah. Was that something you worked on with other people at Belmont or like tell me about writing that first EP? 
Actually, yeah, that first EP was like I said with um Brit and the girl oh, okay. in my hometown. Yeah. And her co-writers that she knew. A lot of those songs were from that. Oh, they were cool. All, I'm pretty sure I mean it's been so long since I've seen the EP, but I'm pretty sure I was a writer on every one of them. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I didn't do any outside cuts then. I was just just writing started song stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Are you doing like that? Are you, are you doing that now writing for other people? Um, it just depends. I, I'll write with anyone normally, at least, you know, once. And, um, it's just the kind of thing where it's like, Oh, are we writing for you? Like, I don't care if we write for me. Most of the time it is me. Cause I'm most of the time the artist in the room, mm-hmm. but it's, I mean, it's just what everyone's feeling. I think that's the cool thing about music is, writing about what you're feeling in that time of your life, you know? Sure. So you put out that EP, uh, junior college, were you playing around Nashville as well when you did that? Or was it just like, okay, I'm going to put yeah, these songs I in some and writers rounds, but after I graduated college, I really started playing writers rounds a lot. Um, I think it's just like, like I said, inserting yourself into this Nashville community. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, there's so many people here and yeah, I know. That's why I'm sure it gets overwhelming for especially new people moving here. It's like, okay, I'm here. Like everyone's just moved to Nashville. And now what do I do? It's like, you know, it, it's meeting those first people and kind of just starting the domino, I guess, of, of, of a circle or creating people to, to write with. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been really lucky. I've found people I really, really enjoy writing with. It's just, you know, meeting those people and making that connection it, it's kind of like a blind date at first too <laughs> sure it's wild it's like you go into this room you never met this person before and you're literally telling them your whole life right it's, it's so vulnerable but it's so therapeutic at the same time mm-hmm. like yeah hi uh, nice to meet you now tell me some of your your darkest secrets or your, your most vulnerable stories so we can write it yeah. down in a song or together like, are you <laughs> question is are you dating anyone (laughs) that's every time because they're like they're either like okay we're gonna either write a breakup song or we're gonna write a love song there's two ways to go that's so funny um so once you had graduated were you trying to get a publishing deal like what what were what was your goal after you had graduated so i graduated in 2019 i graduated oh my gosh covid hit so that was like hard on me um because you at the time you couldn't perform out live and every co-write you had to have was over zoom oh and i did a couple zoom writes but i just couldn't like i couldn't get into it i i am more of like a people person and like face-to-face person and like it's easier for me to write when i'm in the same room as someone than over zoom like i've done Mm -hmm. it it's fine but i prefer to be in a room with someone and um but during that time, like I said, COVID completely shut everything down. I had just graduated college. You know, I had played some writers rounds in college, but not near as many as I play now. And um, I had to figure out, like, what am I going to do for my career right now? And I think everyone hit that point, too. They're like, what do we do? We, we can't sing out. What are we going to do? And I took to social media. I took to TikTok. And mm-hmm. I tried to grow um, my audience on there. So 
He yeah. had a massive uh, a viral moment there on TikTok with uh, did, one right? of their songs. For a long time. Yeah, yeah right for a long time. I so before that, I posted this cover of Driver's License okay. by Lady Rodrigo. Uh, Rodrigo it just yeah. came out. Yeah, and I'd seen people like other artists like doing well on TikTok, and I'm like, okay, let's you know, let's try this thing out. Never heard of the app before. Like I felt so old and like i'm 26 i'm not old but like i felt old i was gonna say i'm old you're young but on the app it made me feel so old i'm like i don't know how to work this and had to figure it out obviously um but sorry i I just lost my train of thought Oh, no, you're saying that you had a viral moment with or yes, you're talking about yes. Olivia Rodrigo, the cover of yes. Driver's License. Um, so I posted this cover of Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, and it was one of my first videos to go viral. And I think it was like 16K views or something, which is like I was like, whoa, like this app actually works. Yeah, no, so that's like, rad, though. I'm going to post an original song like, you know, I've got some followers and. I'm going to introduce people to who I am, who's, who's Tyra. And I had just posted right go wrong time. I remember I, um, I was going to dinner with like a friend and, you know, I say in the video, Hey, this is my song. It's called right girl wrong time. It's a song you scream in your car, just like driver's license. And I just remember coming home from that dinner and I had like 30 K views and I was like, Oh my God, like it's doing so good. And, and now it's like at, over 4 million views, which is like crazy. And <laughs> that's insane to think about, right? How many people that is. It was, it was absolutely wild. And then I was like, okay, TikTok works. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this as my advantage. Yeah. And, but even getting people to, I mean, you could have a viral moment, right? Even, you know, with your song. So right girl, wrong time does well on TikTok, but getting people to then leave that app and then go to Spotify and then stream the song. I mean, it yeah. has almost seven or it has over 6 million streams on Spotify alone. Like was the song out already at that yeah. point? So, so that? I love that you say that because I don't think some people think about that, but it is so hard. Like, especially with me putting out new music now, it's like, okay, here's my song, go pre-save it, go stream it. And like you said, it is going from app to app and it doesn't seem like a lot, but it's it's like a call to action. It's it's hard. Yeah, people are lazy. They don't want to click something else. Like, it's oh, this other apps gonna open up. <laughs> yeah. So I was lucky because the song was already out. It had been out for somebody's mowing their lawn. <laughs> All good. <laughs> it the song had been out for like a year. Um, okay. Before I posted that on TikTok, so I was lucky because when it blew up, it was it, it got to number four on the iTunes charts and it, the streams just like went up because it was already out and they, they could go listen to it. It, right. it was wild. That is crazy. But I mean, again, but having people, they like the song enough, right. To leave the app and go, go listen to it yeah. elsewhere. So it's, instead so, of- it's so different because about that one, I wasn't, you know, I, for my songs, I promoted after that, I was actually trying to get people to stream it from, that one that time i was just telling people here's my song i wrote it check it out i didn't expect it to go viral i didn't expect anything Mm -hmm. of it and yeah it just happened and it it was crazy it was a it was like a huge 
whirlwind in my life. <laughs> no, I bet. I mean, that had to be obviously validating, but probably pretty life changing when you have that yeah. many people and eyes on you like, oh, whoa, hey, it was what's, very what's Tyra doing? I describe my career as a roller coaster. There's lows and there's highs. And at that time, obviously it was a high, but then it was like when it went a little down, I'm like, okay, what can I do to get back up? It's, it's right. I feel like this career is very um, challenging and it's like, what can I do to be better? I don't think it's ever settling. Yeah. Somebody told me uh, you never arrive. Like you're just always, no. yeah. You're like, okay, I want to get a million streams and then you get there and it's like, well, now I want 2 like, million. Now and I want then, 2 million. Yeah. yeah. So you just never, you're constantly just chasing the next thing, which is great. And that's how a lot of creative minds work. If you were like, okay, I got that one. I'm going to hang it up. I'm done. You know, then what? You exactly. Know, I have, but I do like, I have to remind, like, remind myself to celebrate my milestones because, you know, it, it is impressive to have as many streams as I do as an independent artist. You know, I'm doing it all on my own. Now I have a great team behind me, but then I didn't have anything. It was just me posting on social media, doing what I could do at the time. And mm -hmm. yeah, I have to remind myself to celebrate milestones. Yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. I, we all do. I think because then you, you start looking back you're like, oh, well, this one only had this many thousand streams. It's like, well, it maybe like, five yeah. years prior to that, you would have been never in a million years would have thought like, oh my God, I'm going to have a song that's going to have six million. But I mean, you yeah. know, it's those things that you have to look back on. There's a great quote about that, but I can't remember right now. So I'm not even going to uh, try to <laughs> try to recite it. But yeah. um, so you you had that song out like. Tell me about like you, you had the song already up. You said it had been out for already like a year. So you had written the song a while before mm. and put it out and then it goes wild. And then at that point, I'm sure are people reaching out to you like, oh, hey, like we're some blah, blah, blah label or we're from this management company. Was that overwhelming? I would say overwhelming. I think it was exciting because it was like my first taste of like the music industry, like uh -huh. truly. And yeah, I had a, a few label meetings and, you know, I didn't end up with a record deal yet, but um, it, it definitely introduced them to who I am and put them, put me on their radar, which mm -hmm. is cool. Right. Yeah. And did that, like when you put out your next song, were you like, okay, does it need to sound like, what I did there or were you just uh, had already began like that wasn't even a thought it was like I'm just doing gonna keep doing what I do no it wasn't even a thought like my thing is if I I feel like I'm always looking for ways to be different but I feel like if I'm just a hundred percent myself that's good enough you oh, know yeah. uh -huh. and um so no I, di I didn't change anything I just stayed true to myself and, and kept writing about things that I was passionate about and singing things that I was passionate about. And yeah, I, there was really no direction, but just being myself. Mm -hmm. What would you say another big milestone has been in your career? Like after, you know, between putting that out and now. That's a good question. I would probably say the live shows I've gotten to play. Um, mm -hmm. Opening for Nelly was really cool and Priscilla Block. Oh, wow. That's huge. That was really fun. I would get, I would say the people I've gotten to open for recently, um, you know, 
I got to open, you know, for Maddie and Tay and um, Larry Fleet was really awesome. That was recently. And I'm opening for Dylan Carmichael July 1st. So next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I, I would say definitely the shows I've gotten to play. That's awesome. That's really awesome. And you haven't, obviously the new song, uh, Plead the Fifth is, it's a really, it's a great song. And I listened to it and I was like, okay, like, this is a great story. I hope it's not, <laughs> not a true one, but um, not like, only for I don't the, want to interview this girl. No, but it, not even that. I mean, I get the, I get the, the reason behind it, but it's like when you hear like, you know, three years and like, be, you know, the, just the story behind how the person, what they were, what was happening to them, like makes me, I was like, oh, you know, shit, I hope that's not, wasn't ever having to her, obviously. You aren't going to be like, yeah, I committed this crime and I'm going to write a song about it. But like, well, that's yeah. the thing about Fleet <laughs> it says, ain't saying I didn't, ain't saying I did. And that's the part I like about the song. Yeah. I never reveal if I did it or not. Right. You never know. And I don't say that because I plead the fit. That's like what the point of the song is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like the mystery aspect about it. No, it's a great song. Um, tell me about writing it. Like, how recent was that? I wrote it, oh, was it a year and a half ago, maybe? Um, but I wrote it with two women named Mary Heather Hickman and Stephanie Joyce. And they're just two badass women. And I was like, what should we write about? And they're really good, like, story, fictional, especially storytellers. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was just like, let's write about this. And they were like, oh, my God, yeah, let's do it. And we wrote it and I was like, this, this is a smash. <laughs> it was fun. And I don't know if you noticed, but the verses count to five, which I think is really cool. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. I have to go back and listen. That's, yeah. that's, that's another little Easter egg in there. I didn't notice. Yeah. It counts one, two, three, four. I played the fifth. So. Oh, okay. And it's funny because <laughs> one of my, one of the coworkers, I don't remember if it was Steph or Mary, they were like texting. They're like, guys, I didn't realize that the song counted to five. And me and the <laughs> other co-writer were like, dude, that's literally why we wrote it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, that's what do you funny. need? Hey, I'm, I'm blonde. Don't get me wrong, but I knew. <laughs> you knew you were counting to five. In the I verses. knew we were counting to five when we wrote the song. <laughs> That's so that hilarious. Really yeah. Are you working? I mean, do you have a, other music coming out soon? I mean, if, a year and a half ago, that was, I'm sure you've got a ton of stuff uh, in the in the pipeline coming ready yeah. to come out. Um, a single in July, and probably another single after that, and then in hopes an EP in the fall. Oh, cool! Very cool. Yeah. That is really exciting. Are you writing like, do you have sessions like um, all the time, like daily or is it something? Um, No, I wouldn't say I write every single day. I would say I at least probably have a write one write a week at least. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, I'm not on a publishing deal. So that's not my only job. I'd say if I'm not writing on some days, I'll be either making videos or having a show like a round or a live band show or out of town for a show or something. I'm always doing something, whether it's songwriting or not. Amazing. Do you have, aside from the show coming up, uh, and you said the first week of June or July, do you have any other shows around like around Nashville or anything else coming up? 
Yeah, I'm playing bus call tomorrow and a, and a round before that at Live Oak at four and then bus call tomorrow at 930. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So I have, to, I have two shows tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, thank you so much, uh, Tyra, for doing this. I appreciate your time today. Of course. Thanks for having me. I have one more question before I let you go. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Um, I would just say find your sound because it, it took me a while to find my sound, but I think I finally found it. And like I said, just like be yourself, like that's enough. You have your own story to tell, tell it. And I, you know, if you have a dream to do music, then no dream is too big and don't wonder life. What if, so that's what I'd say.